Will, you make two wishes. And as the words leave your lips, your body falls to the ground, your eyes rolling up into your head. And within a moment, you are but a consciousness floating on a gigantic sea of consciousnesses. You can swim down into the greater sea of consciousness, or you can swim away from it. Which do you choose to do? If I swim away, is it just empty everywhere? You do not know. I will swim towards it. Roll me a d10. A three. Take three sanity damage. Swimming is simply the closest word that I can use to describe the sensation. Without a physical form, the idea of swimming is ridiculous. Um, you descend and ascend at the same time. Attempting to do anything but simply exist feels like an almighty struggle. For some time, you exist in this strange state, this amorphous, incorporeal state, before slowly ascending and descending towards a more corporeal figure, you recognize a figure ahead of you. And as you see them, you see yourself too. Your arms and legs formulate underneath a set of eyes that look out across a landscape of mist. As this form ahead of you manifests, so does a set of black walls, stone, so well masoned and polished that you can see your own reflection in it. It might be obsidian, but it's also very difficult to tell in such darkness and surrounded by this mist. On the walls, there are some scratches, but practically they look brand new. The figure that is forming ahead of you forms horns, forms uh, uh, a gauntleted arm forms a coat behind you the sound of a stick or a staff hitting the ground and as you slowly turn feeling your body again for the first time in what, what might have been 15 minutes or might have been a century you turn and recognize a smaller figure walking towards you a hat a beard um, and a staff in one hand Fix and Merlin, you are here with Will in this plane of darkness surrounded by this mist. And um, again, a set of black walls trap you. Um, looking above, you see that far above you, quite far indeed, maybe 70 feet or so, there is a ceiling of the same polished and masoned obsidian stone. Below you, your feet are touching something hard and solid like a like a stone of sorts, but um, the mist is very thick. So thick you probably can't see your own feet. Merlin, you may be waist deep in this um, mist around you. There are 
only a few scratches on the walls. However, as each of you begins to get your bearings, Will, you most of all, surfacing from what feels like a very deep sleep, in one of the walls, the scratching becomes more evident. Um, silently, words appear in this mist. What you see are these words scratched perfectly into the wall. Um, what do the three of you do? Well, I think I w- uh, we would immediately inspect uh, the inscriptions on the wall. Yeah, read it out for me. Run in flight or stay in fight. Bathe the wall in the light. Draw upon the wall your fear. Then your exit shall be clear. Do we know how we got here? Marlon, do you remember how we got here? I haven't the slightest clue. And the last thing we remember is seeing Will collapse. Yeah. Okay. Are, are they, are, are both Marlon and Fix formless as I am? No. Nope. Or are they? All three of you appear to be back in your full corporeal forms, touching at your chest, you know, even pinching at an arm. You can feel the pain, you feel solid, you're wearing what you were wearing in the varying states of disarray that you were in um, as you made your wishes. Okay. Well, the, you, you would probably both notice that Will's tensed up, like, probably thinks that the Fix and Merlin are illusions for a second before finally saying, the two of you collapsed as well. How are you here? I don't recall. I walk over to Will and sort of give you a once over and like check that you're okay. That you'd look like you. No, I'm, I'm, I must feel like I've been here before. Hey, Merlin. I try and touch Will, like just kind of reach a gloved hand out, poke him. I'll hold a hand up too. Feels the same as it should. Feels real. Okay then. Given that none of us seem to be illusory, let's uh, figure a way out of here, yeah? This feels oddly familiar. It does. When I was struck down, this experience was very similar. I don't think we filled Merlin in. No, not not exactly. For a lack of a better way to put this, Merlin, I've been dead before. It was a lot like this. 
minute. So are we dead now? Are we all dead? I, I wish I knew the answer to that, but I'll tell you this. I didn't stay there then, and I'm not staying here now. Run in flight or stay in fight. Bathe the wall in the light. Draw upon the th wall your fear. Run in flight or stay in fight. Oh. Fight what? I and how would we run? Means... How do we even... How would we? I was able to move myself forwards and backwards through this emptiness. I guess run and flight would simply mean avoiding our problems and running away. Stay and fight in this context, perhaps it's not a test of arms. It might just mean confronting your fears. That is a form of fight for many people. So I think it means to stay here and address what this wall says. Bathe the wall in light. Bathe the wall in light. In the light? Light. Well, let's try the simplest answer first. I will cast light and I will target my own sun medallion with it to make the brightest light that I can right on this wall. Yeah, you um, cast light on your sun medallion. It creates a um, uh, an illumination that you're somewhat aiming or facing towards the wall with the writing on. The wall itself not just reflects the, gl the glow from the light spell, but also seems to take it on. Spreading out from the words themselves, the entire wall lights up and becomes uh, extremely bright in this dark area, probably causing each of you to shield your eyes for a moment and allowing your eyes to adjust. The writing remains um, for a moment before the wall begins to um, dim again. As it does so, the writing disappears, the light disappears, but what's left behind is a wall of ash. Um, a, a thin layer of ash, almost like dust, clinging to the wall in front of you. Draw upon the wall your fear. I will reach off to the side, not directly in front of me, but just trace my index finger on the wall very briefly to see if I can make an impression like I'm drawing on it. You can. Okay. I don't know if this applies to all three of us or just to me, but for the sake of getting us all out of here. We should do as it says. Does anyone here fear the spiders? Something easy to draw? Test it out? Or do you think it means something a little bit more existential than that? I suspect it goes quite deep, given where we are, and our connection to this place. With you, I could only assume it has something to do with Arias or a demon. Whatever it is, you actually fear there. Merlin, with you, I have the foggiest. I'm honestly afraid of everything that's bigger than me, so it could be anything. Fair enough. Well, it may not be all three of us. 
might just require one. I don't know if mine would be so easy to communicate in a picture, but I could try. I'll go first. The one who drew us into this mess somehow. Do I actually fear, though? I've stared down marauders, bandits, orcs, wizards, ghosts, death itself. I'd go back and do all of it again in a heartbeat. And honestly, none of it scares me. I'm going to trace myself on the wall. And as I'm tracing it, I'll just say, losing sight of who I am and what I am, and becoming that which I seek to destroy. It's the only thing that really scares me. And I'll draw probably somewhat detailed because I'm an experienced architect and engineer. I've drawn blueprints, so I'll make a very mechanical looking version of myself on the wall. Little man in armor with a sword and shield and a necklace on. And then I'll step back after I finish drawing it. Um, everybody roll me perception checks. Five and six from Fix and Will, and an 18 from Merlin. Merlin! Roll me an Arcana check. Hmm. And then roll me a d20. I'm scared. <laughs> For you, Will, you draw a figure of yourself. Um, it takes you a moment to do. You have to trace it with a finger and you get as close to a depiction of yourself as is possible. Fix, you see Will drawing um, a figure at first, a man with a sword and shield before you come to realize that it is in fact Will. Um, Merlin, you see Will drawing a figure and by the time he's finished, um, you recognize that he has drawn uh, a man with um, non-traditional looking armor, um, the sort of armor that you might find on the fisher folk um, at uh, Ragus, which is a place um, just off the coast of Guardia, uh, between Afrit and Guardia, and... Um, the person that Will has drawn has a spear and you recognize this person but don't recall their name. Um, yeah. For you, the image is very different. For a moment, the image sits still on the wall of ash 
before there is a crash as the wall breaks. Very reminiscent of when the Grell breaks through the wall of the tavern, you see a hole. Smoke pouring up from this hole, but it isn't smoke like the mist. It is a black smoke that rises up out of this hole. A hand pulls itself through, a second hand, two red eyes, and a shadowy version of Will stands before each of you. Um... Would everyone please roll me initiative? Oh boy. <laughs> oh no. Why didn't I just draw a rabbit? Yep. I know, it could have been the <laughs> rabbit from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Could have been could have been anything that you drew on there, but uh let's see what we end up with. As you begin here. Shadow will will roll an initiative as well um, of five. Am I missing someone? Me, sorry, it's twelve. Right. Forgot to click the token. It's okay. Take fifteen HP off of your HP. <laughs> I'm kidding. No! <laughs> The, um... Leave our sanity meters alone, Brad. <laughs> the version of uh, Will that cr climbs through this hole and break in the wall stands tall. You recognize Will to be almost exactly the same, but again, it's a shadowed version of him. Um, no real definition to his um, body and his um, armor and things but you can see a silhouette of those things on this dark backdrop is quite difficult to make out his eyes are red the edges of this shadow it sort of smoke almost the way that the hole in the wall does with a black um smoke rising up the figure pulls out their sword brandishes it to one side and takes the stance that will often takes before combat um, it seems as if this thing is um, set on attacking you, but Fix, if you wish to, you are the first to react. I am. Run and flight or stay and fight, I suppose. We have to fight. Um, I'll step back and fire an Eldritch Blast at it. Just to see what happens. Alright, give me that attack roll, please. Eight. Uh, okay. Eight damage to... Uh, eight's my roll. Wait, does it just... Oh, eight is your roll. Okay, yeah. sorry. Um, eight is a miss. Um, you fire off this, this blast. You see the, the smoke and the mist at the bottom of your, your feet part as this force is pushed forward. But Shadow Will simply turns to the side, almost as if expecting this attack. Um, moving to the side nonchalantly, the eyes focused on um, where you are stood as he steps away from your attack. What else do you do? <clears throat> um, nothing. Nothing. Very well. Brings us to you, Will. I'll turn and look back at Merlin and Fix for just a brief second and say, 
didn't quite mean it literally, but here we are. And then it is just out of reach of me. Uh, I will move here and square off against it from slightly out of reach. Uh, and I will activate Vow of Enmity uh, with my bonus action. And just tell this thing going back down that hole like it or not and then take the dodge action and in my turn very well brings us to you merlin okay uh well with slight hesitation merlin will take a few steps forward and uh, pull out that staff of necrosis and begin to muster his energy through the staff which arias gave him and uh well, hopefully, uh, attack successful. Oh, yes, uh, that was uh, definitely a hit. Yes. Um, from afar, you pull this Staff of Necrosis up. You launch the um, horrible dark energy that is able to be drawn from this thing and, and fired at your enemies. Give me the uh, damage. 11. 11. And I think that's plus five necrotic already is it mm, let me remind myself of what it does i think it's set up i think it just does the uh yeah so it does 2d4 plus 5 which is uh yeah 2 plus 4 plus 5 if you hover over the 11 in the uh the actual chat window it shows you the dice gotcha. that you've rolled yeah yeah okay sweet the um the energy that is launched from this staff um, flies towards Shadow Will. This form of will brings up the, the shield, but you see that this necrotic energy passes straight through the shadowy um, shield, striking at Will. Silently, it uh, steps backwards, being hit by this, falling somewhat into the wall behind it. Um, it shakes its head and turns its attention um, from will to you for a moment and then back to will at the end of your turn yeah i am a turn there this shadowy figure puts his sword on top of this shield and begins to move around you will getting into a position over here um as you follow this version of yourself turning you see it bring the sword back a source of energy from somewhere else um, pulled into the sword and he brings the sword down over his head um, you and Merlin need to make me dexterity saving throws please dex saves why did it have to be dex saves here we go a 9 a 9 is a fail 21 is a make so Will you will take um, the full 10 necrotic damage and Merlin you take only half so you take 5 necrotic damage oh wowie creature that looks and acts like Will returns to a certain stance after this energy is brought down in a straight line through you and Will. You feel a cold 
an evil energy strike you. But it doesn't feel like you've been hit by anything, just almost as if your energy is sapped for a moment. And that brings us to Fix again. Merlin, mm. stay near me. I'm going to move forward. Not in a line. Um, I'm going to hit it with the Hex this time, and then the Eldritch Blast. Okay, what are you hexing? Hopefully it hits. Um... strength i guess 12 12 is a miss again the eldritch blast um launching towards this shadowy version of will who once again watches you sidesteps um where this energy would hit you see it crack the wall behind it these um these broken bricks of obsidian behind where this thing is are broken and shattered some of them falling to the ground but unfortunately it doesn't strike the creature itself and what did you hex sorry strength strength all right that brings us to you will okay dog uh i'm going to when it fired that beam at us was it in a straight line yes Uh, I'm going to take one step towards it right here. And then I will use Booming Blade and hold this thing still. Uh, which is at advantage thanks to Valve Enmity. That's a 17. 17 is a hit. And... You deal damage immediately and then damage if it moves, right? Correct. Although I must have... I think I just dragged this in from the compendium and it didn't bring the damage across. So let's do this. It's the same damage as a long So it's seven. Seven slashing damage. Seven slashing damage. And now it's also coated in light and if it takes a step on its next turn, it eats the rest of the damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, Merlin, your turn. Okay, well, first off, I'm going to do exactly as Fix said. I'm going to stand right beside her, and I will use the staff once again. Staff of Necrosis. Boom. That is a hit on a 20. A 10. Further 10 necrotic damage. The same thing. Will, this time, Shadow Will, moving um, with an attempt to bring the shield up, the necrotic um, energy passing straight through the shadowy shield and striking the version of Will that has crept out from the wall here. Um, it uh, does not seem to like being hit by this energy and does not seem to be able to stop it either. And uh, yeah, you go and step up next to Fix. Um, can I turn. try this oh, yeah. bonus action too? Um, so telekinetic, uh, as a bonus action, you can try and telekinetically shove one creature you can see within 30 feet of you. When you do so, the target must succeed on a strength saving throw. Can I, can I do that? Yes. Um, Hell yeah. I'm gonna push him because he's being a bully. Yeah, so, um, this would be a DC of 8 plus, um, I guess intelligence, right? So... Uh, so 10 plus your intelligence score, which is 
five, so 15. And it has disadvantage. Um, so I will roll 1d20 plus three. Which something went wrong there and I don't know why. Uh oh, because oh, I've got two, two pluses. pluses. That's why. 16. Seven is a fail. Um, where are you shoving them? Um, that is a good question. Um, hmm. Not too far away from Will, because I know Will needs to, to smack They can only go times, five so. feet, so you can either shove them into the wall, or this way, or this way. Okay, let's out. shove them against the wall. Alright. I'm going to allow you to shove it against the wall. Normally, this wouldn't really do much, but you are quite lucky today. Uh, roll me a d6. Two. Two. You see this thing pushed against the wall. As it does so, it hits this obsidian wall. Um, there's almost a sensation of burning as this thing hits the wall and then jumps forward again. Um, reacting to some pain behind it and it takes two necrotic damage you all witness that and understand what uh, what you're seeing as well it's just the natural inclination to jump away from something that's injured it it takes its stance back up again um, in front of you Will after being shoved telekinetically um, now let's see here Will what's your uh, bonus modifier on int uh, my int is a flat zero. Okay. So that is a fail on its roll of four. It is going to try and run down here. Which will activate okay. any of the things that you want it to activate, which should be a lot. Absolutely. I will detonate the booming blade and I will swing at it with an opportunity attack, uh, which will come out to... Uh, this will be the opportunity attack. An 11, which I'm guessing doesn't hit. Fortunately, is a miss. And then on top of that, it will suffer six thunder damage as it tries to run. Six thunder damage. And when the booming blade goes off, I don't know if we've actually seen it go off properly yet. What happens here with this shadowy version of yourself? What does it look like? Uh, it, it would be coated in like a reflective, uh, a reflective kind of layer of light. And when it tries to run, it's almost like a rubber band stretching. And then after it takes more than about five feet step, it snaps. And it's and it's kind of like the sound barrier being broken. If a sonic boom, when that when that rubber band look of light snaps as it runs. Yeah. And there the, would just be an explosion um, like inside its head pretty much. Yes. The creature, uh, you see Will swinging his sword towards the creature, which definitely moves out of the way of it. But then there's this sense of a rubber band snap as this light coating this creature is pulled and then a, a sort of brief moment of uh, burst of light as it takes this damage running towards where you two are stood you see it stumble as it takes this damage before sliding to a stop maybe in the way that you've seen will do before as he moves into position bringing its shield up again however it brings its arm up and brings down another line of shadowy um energy in a straight line across here reaching all the way to the farthest wall uh give me dexterity saving throws again please 
three. Three from Fix, 21 from Merlin. So again, Merlin, you will only take half of this damage and Fix, you will take the full um, amount of 12. So six for you, Merlin, and 12 necrotic damage for you, Fix. Again, this line of, of, of shadow, of dark energy is brought down on you. Again, it doesn't strike you. It doesn't make you feel like you've been hit by something. It simply feels like you're being... Um, sapped of energy as it touches you. Merlin mostly jumping out of the way of this thing, only being caught by the edge of this arcane energy, um, whereas Fix is struck by the um, full brunt of it. The shadowy version of Will hits the front of his shield, but no sound is made. And that brings us to your turn, Fix. I use my reaction to cast Hellish Rebuke, which is a dex save. Yes. Uh, let me roll a dex save for you. That is a nine. That's a fail. 17 fire damage. 17 fire damage to this creature. As you deal this damage to the shadowy version of Will, you see this flame rise up, burning away at the shadow. The shield and the sword drop to the ground as it burns, silently screaming and grabbing at itself. There's a moment where the shadow begins to shift and change in shape. It begins to grow and swell before eventually doubling in size and um, becoming no longer a sort of humanoid figure, but a, um, a something else, almost like an amorphous blob, a thing that is unable to contain a single form. Um, tendrils, almost like tentacles coming off of it in wisps. This smoke pouring off of it now in huge amounts as if um, throwing... Uh, water onto fire steaming off of it. It has several arms of different sizes. It doesn't seem to have any legs, resembling almost like a giant slug with arms coming off of it. The eyes grow in size um, and it grows an almost wolf canine kind of snout from the front. Again, moving and twisting, it seems to be unable to remain exactly in a still and singular shape but it doesn't make any sound as it moves um the creature is now um very large it is very a big looking thing um that is shifting and twisting in shape but is three or four times the size it was um what else would you like <clears throat> to do I look at Will and say, this is supposed to be you. And no. then... It's just done pretending to be me. Um, Merlin, fall back with me. Uh, and I will run back 30 feet. Okay. Stay away from Will. And then I'm going to cast Toll the Dead, which is a wisdom saving throw. Toll the Dead. Yes. What does Toll the Dead do? Um... They take 1d12 necrotic damage if they miss their wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save is another 9. Cool. Um, so, it's 9 necrotic plus the hex damage, which is 4 necrotic. 13. Alright. And, um... Yes, you, uh... What does this one look like? Have we seen Toll the Dead from you yet? I don't think so. What are you um, doing here? So uh, I kind of grab at the air with my fist, and as I clench it, there's a 
horrifically loud sound as if like a, a gigantic ice bell is just rung and shattered into pieces above where the creature is and um the ground around shakes a little bit yes and uh the creature does not like it shifting and changing in form the um relatively stable kind of canine snout howling upwards silently these arms of different sizes and forms one looking thin one looking very large like an ogre's arm pouring out of this thing grabbing at the air this lower body which is shifting um amorphously like a slug um reacting terribly to this damage um it fixes you with a uh, nasty stare and is there anything else you'd like to do Nope. Okay. Just you will. Uh, I'm going to take one, two, three, four steps to the south and get right in its face. Okay. okay. And look up at it and say, there you are. And I'm going to use marked target. This one. Mm-hmm. Which will allow me to crit on a 19 or a 20, as well as adding proficiency to my damage rolls. Okay. And now, I'm gonna swing for the fences. Uh, booming blade again. Uh, a 16. A 16 is a hit. Uh, let's see. So that's going to hit for the... 6 slashing damage on the left, and then it's also going to inflict an additional 2. So I believe 8 total. Okay, yeah, you see this thing struck by your sword. The sword feels like it passes through almost nothing as you kind of go to hit this with all of your strength. You maybe stumble a moment as you realize it's like you're passing through air with a false strike. Um, However, the creature recoils backwards, reacting as if you've cut it open. Um... It certainly doesn't have blood or anything like that, but you you can tell that you are damaging this creature. And it is now also sheathed in light, I assume. Correct, yes. And I re-rolled the thunder damage there as well. You right. re-rolled I fixed, it? I, no, I, I fixed booming blade, so all the numbers are showing up there properly now. Oh, I see, right, yeah. So yeah. Five, five is the looming threat. If it moves, it takes that. Okay. Uh, and then with, I guess, ten, my turn with my other hand, I'm going to kind of gesture to Merlin in this direction, like the southwest corner of the room, like, get, get, get away from me and this thing. It's your turn, Merlin. What are you doing? All right. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's going to fall back and stand once again by uh, Fix's side, and he's going to cast protection from good and evil on, on Fix. So um, I think without uh, giving her a heads up, he just takes Fix by the hand, and then a warm glow um, emits from that, and she feels the uh, uh, the effects of the spell. Yes, you have a bonus action, or you can. I turn. think I'm gonna end my turn there. A very large creature, struck by will, as Merlin moves around behind Fix, casting this spell, um, opens those wide jaws and will attempt to bite at you on a, well, this is not going to hit you, but it is an eight. Will? Absolutely not. No. The creature is not moving, however, bringing us to Fix's turn. 
Um, sling another Eldritch Blast. Melee attack. Well. Twenty-one. Twenty-one is a hit. Six damage plus necrotic, four necrotic. Ten damage. The creature, finally one of these Eldritch Blasts is fired off. It seems to be focused on will. As you strike this shadowy creature, you see it hit this kind of large, bulbous body. Um, as you do so, it reacts to this. It moves, but doesn't make any sound. It turns its attention up to you before flicking its attentions back down to will and opening its jaws again as if making to bite you on its next turn. Um, anything else you want to do? Um... I take a step to the side of Merlin. No, actually, this way, so we're not lined up. Okay. Will, your turn. I am going to hit it with Wrathful Smite, which I don't think we've used yet in this campaign. Or bonus action, rather, Wrathful Smite, which is this one here, inflicting an extra 1d6 on my next hit and making this thing afraid of me, hopefully. All right. Uh, this will look pretty similar to the thunderous smite that the rest of the party's already seen a few times, but this time, instead of lightning, the sword just kind of turns red and swing for the fences. Okay. Booming blade. A 17. 17 hits. Okay, which is going to cause four slashing, plus two more slashing from the marked target, plus five psychic damage so 11 total how would you like to destroy this creature and what do you think happens when you do i think since you already said it looks like it's gonna try and bite me again and i've already seen it try to bite me i'm gonna wait and as soon as it comes in i'm gonna duck under the bite and drive the sword straight up to the bottom of its jaw and out the top of its head yes as you do so, the sword strikes this creature and in a moment it bursts as if you're bursting a balloon. Um, for a moment the parts of it that are visible distort and then in an instant it's gone. The hole in the wall smoking with black smoke remains but the creature that crawled from it is gone. Don't use the same move twice in a row. <laughs> Pull the sword out of it. You two all right? I'm fine, Merlin. Yeah, I'm. I'm okay. Please look don't at the tell hole. me. Yeah, I, I. Merlin's eyes are fixed there too. <sighs> well, I don't know where this leads, but I'm not staying here. And I'll just walk right out the hole without any hesitation. Okay. Are the two following? Yep. Okay. Yep. Will, roll me a d10. Brad, if you keep taking my sanity, Ooh. it's a 10, of course. You lose 10 sanity points as you move towards <laughs> this hole in the wall that is broken you um is there not a saving throw on this one nope you on it Brad. um climb through this broken hole in the wall and you step through 
in the room ahead um what is odd to you for a moment is that you left fix and merlin behind but they await you in the room before you um fix and merlin you've been waiting for a very long time for will to catch up it took him an enormous amount of time to climb through this hole in the wall the two of you waiting ahead will you step through this wall for a moment the first thing you notice are your companions waiting in the next room um fix maybe with arms crossed merlin maybe tapping a foot or a cane um from them are a set of strings attached to their arms legs and necks the strings move upwards floating on an invisible um current of air almost they come down towards you and you see that the strings are coming from your own hands they're bursting out of the ends of your fingers from where the tendons are on the backs of your hands and from your wrist no matter how you move or pull at these strings on your hand it does nothing to affect the actions of your friends and vice versa no matter how they move it doesn't pull your hands it's almost like an illusory effect but you can feel the strings and you can touch them the ends of your fingers the area where they're coming out of your hands aches like a dull ache as if it's been this way for a long time but you don't seem to have any real um, control over it as you take a look at these strings and as you look at the others you notice that the area around you that was at first little more than mist and darkness um another room begins to manifest it's a black and white room it's a children's room but distorted and strange there's a broken wooden bed um small enough for a child not large enough for any full grown man like yourself to lay in beside it there is a toy box filled entirely with dust at the center of the room there is a very small table with four chairs too small for any of you to sit in maybe merlin could sit in one of them um from the walls which build very similar to the obsidian stone with scratches on um you can see two windows form closed and outside of them you can see these two blank black flags waving beyond that there's no landscape but you get the sense that you feel kind of high up there is a door now that manifests at the far end of the room very tall twisting upwards in this extremely tall room again and it twists and curves at the top like one of those dark trees that you've seen inside the mist there's no handle on the door upon the table in the center of the room is the only color besides yourselves six pieces of chalk appear red blue purple orange yellow and green and then on the walls distorted images appear in black and white scratching outwards as if being drawn one by one around you all in varying places underneath the images blank lines appear as if lettering would fit what i'm going to do is show you each the images and for the audio listeners 
if you could just describe the first thing you see and then I will leave you figure out what's going on first image what do you see Will looks like I don't know looks like a tormented woman a close up of her face Okay. And I can't tell if that's her own hands holding her cheeks or if that's someone else grabbing her by the face because the arms are kind of coming from off the side. Second image. Okay. It's uh, another screaming person, but this time it's from a side profile view. I can't tell if that's... I can't tell who or what that is, like... Whether it's a human or an elf or something else, man or woman, it's hard to say because it's only just like the outline of the face from the side. But again, screaming in pain or haunted in some way. Third image. This looks like the pair of hands, like, not praying hands, but like, I don't know, you see it in religious imagery, like, uh, I don't know, like two hands about to accept a gift from you in some way. fourth image this is a crown would i recognize this as like a crown of a specific kingdom or cardia or anything or is this just a random crown give me a history check putting my huge int to work with a 19 uh you do not recognize this crown at all no it doesn't look like the same one that you've seen in images of the king i doubt you will have seen the king um and the fifth image. Um, I mean, my my first reflex is to say this is a baby's, like a face of a baby, a close-up. But it has like an older-looking face, and it's kind of staring at me very intelligently, so I don't know that that's actually an infant. We'll say baby for now. And then the final image. Uh, very clearly a pair of praying hands. Yes. So, underneath each of the images is a um, set of um, scratched lines. Um, you'll see them at the top of each of the handouts. You should be able now to access and move the handouts around yourself and uh, move about them. Um, for example, the image of the, um, the, uh, the baby has four lines underneath it. Um, what do you three do in this room? Surrounded by these images, the only real splash of color coming from these pieces of chalk on this child's table and a door with no handle at one side. Pick up a piece of chalk. Sorry, is there a... Oh, here they are. So each one has, like, blank spaces next to it or under it? Is that what these lines are? Yeah, almost like a game of hangman. Yeah, okay. So fill in the blanks. <clears throat> I could be wrong, but 
this almost looks like a word puzzle. A child's game, maybe. Don't know where you got that idea from. I say looking around the room. Do you think we just best describe what each image is? <clears throat> that, right. appears to, that appears to be the intention of the game, yeah, but... Yeah, that's what I picked up from it, too. The problem is each of these images, I feel like a lot of them could be described in many ways. Maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe being right isn't necessarily the point. That's true, but given that there's like a set number of places to draw in your answer, this could only be a set number of letters, right? It's like they're looking for a specific word. Then we can only do our best as our perspective allows us to. I guess. I just hope there's no penalty for a wrong guess, or this could get painful very quickly. Only one way to well, find out, I suppose. Sure. Well, let's try it this way. Which one do you th do you think there's one of these that is easier than the others to figure out what it represents? Well, this one, I say pointing at the child image, four letters, baby. Sure, we could try that. Very straightforward. I put the chalk to the wall and write, baby. Which chalk? Um. A uh, green one. So oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Six different chalks, six different images. They could be perhaps color coded in some way, or maybe we just need to make sure we don't use the same one twice. I'm not sure, but the choice of the color may matter. Mm. Now, with that said, I have no idea what the appropriate color would be. Just out ideas here. I look around the room again, which has got no color whatsoever to guide us. Hmm. I mean, unless you particularly associate any of these with any particular color. Actually, there is one. Oh? The crown. Purple is often associated with royalty, and this image has five spaces that easily spells crown. That is the one I'm probably most confident of. So let me try it and see. And if there's a penalty, then hopefully I'm only I will suffer it. Perhaps stand back in case I'm wrong. And I will draw. I will. I will fill in the word uh, crown on this image of a crown, and I'll use the purple chalk to do it. Yeah. You take the purple chalk in your hand, head over towards the image that looks like a royal crown, and then you write the word crown in purple underneath it there is um a moment where the word stays before slowly disappearing did that not work i don't know if that's a success or a failure but well it hasn't tried to kill us so there's that hmm Maybe try it again with a different color. How about the yellow? I don't know. Yellow gold. could be associated with gold, exactly. We could try that. I kind of stand protectively in front of Merlin, between Merlin and the wall. Enough to let him see. But... <laughs> 
Unless it's the word that was wrong. <coughs> royal has six letters. Or regal, or... Regal, royal, crown, all of these fit. Good point. Mm. Well, perhaps we try one of the others. And compare the, it, it could and compare the results. Too. That's true, but... Well, I guess by default I was thinking Guardia and its king. But it could be whoever designed this or made this might have a queen instead. A different kingdom. That's that's not the crown of Guardia. I've seen it in so many paintings. So who knows what civilization this was from. I, mm. I think the best method, though, is to... Again, yeah, what you said. Try the baby guess and see if, see if the results are different. Okay. What color? What do we associate with babies? I... It's an excellent question. Blue? A, a process of elimination, perhaps. I see... In these other images, I see what I would... Fear. Wrath. Generosity. Faith. Hmm. Okay, blue works. I don't know. I suppose the last room was based around fear. And these images aren't exactly pleasant. Let's try baby in blue then. Would you like the honors well. or should I? I'll do it. Uh, I'll, I'll put the four letters spell baby onto that image with the blue chalk. Yeah. Writing on the wall in the common tongue, you um, write the word baby with the blue chalk. For a moment, the lettering stays and as you expect it to disappear, it is not remaining. So it's, oh. so it stays this time. Hmm. Different result. I can only imagine since the wording stayed... Maybe this is correct? Must be. I guess it's safe to assume that. I'm leaning towards thinking your guess is correct, which means mine was wrong. So let me try the crown again. Perhaps... See, I don't know if it's the color that's wrong or the word itself. Mm. Let's try... Crowns are often made of gold try this and I'll use the yellow or the gold chalk and I'll try writing the word crown again except in gold this time yeah picking up the yellow chalk heading over to the image of the crown and then writing the word crown underneath it the word stays for a moment before disappearing mm. still not it try royal I'll try royal again, switching back to the purple chalk this time. Mm. In purple, the word royal sits for a moment before disappearing. And then I'll try it in, in yellow or gold. Sits for a moment and disappears. Perhaps we're, uh, perhaps we're focusing on the wrong thing here. Maybe we come back to this one. Yeah, this one is a bit puzzling. Uh, what else? The hands. The hands. Prayer. I agree. 100%. But what color do we associate to prayer? 
Can't say I've ever tried it, so... would one associate with faith itself I'll try the gold again I like gold or yellow and prayer on this one writing the word prayer in yellow underneath the sort of praying hands it sits for a moment and disappears Okay, well, perhaps this is a tad juvenile, but you can't argue with results. I'm going to write the word prayer in <laughs> with each color, one after another. You write the word prayer in green, it disappears. You write it in yellow, uh, orange, red, and then purple. Or eventually, the word stays using the purple chalk. Aha! There is something to be said for the old-fashioned way. Why is it purple? Either way, if we can get the right word, we can apparently just try it in each color, so... We will use the, uh... the brute force method, I suppose. Sure. Okay. Well, I'm... Let's do it. If you, I mean, if you disagree, I'm happy to try whatever your plan is, but otherwise, it seems uh, to be. It. I wish I had a better idea. Okay. I can't then say I'm that I do either. Then I'm simply going to do this the childish way until we come up with something better. I'm going to go back to the crown, and I will try the word crown in all of the remaining colors. Not the colors we've already used, just the four that are remaining. None of them stick. Okay. Perhaps royal? that try them in each um color before red sticks on the wall in the underneath the crown royal written in red halfway there royal red baby blue prayer purple begins with each letter fair point so what do we, we have, have remaining orange green Orange and green. Offering. Orange, Orange. Offering. Green. And what was the other one we had remaining? Is it blue, red, purple? We still have yellow. Yellow, yellow or, or gold. Could be a Y or a G. So let's see. If it is G, this giving hands, this could be the word generous. It fits. Offering also fits. And that's orange true i'll try both of them then i'll write offering in orange first and see if it works under the under the pair of cupped hands like they're giving something or receiving something yeah offering in orange underneath the cupped hands remains good guess mm. okay yellow and green yellow and green remaining two very uh well yeah the more disconcerting ones let's see perhaps grief sure and yell could be a y yowl yell 
yell. It could be yell. It looks more like fear or pain or something, but it doesn't start with the right letter. Yeah. We'll just try them both. Uh, I'll write grief in green on the on the one that has the lady holding her face. It sticks. Okay, and then I'll try yell on the last one. It sticks. Yeah, you're a natural, it seems. When each of the words is written, a handle appears on the door. I'll turn around and put the uh, put the six chalks back on the table and say, for the next lost child that wanders through here, might need these. Let's hope you don't take as long next time to get into the next place as you did this time. Huh? Took you a while. Yeah, you took your time. Who, me? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna send out the search and rescue party before you got lost. You could have all just waited outside then. <laughs> I'll just go try the handle. Hey. As soon as you touch the handle, your companions disappear. Figures. <laughs> and I'll push the door open. <laughs> you push the door open and walk into the same room. Almost as if as you walk in, you're walking out of the same room. On the walls where the images were, um... Do you recognize any of the faces or the, um, you don't recognize the crown, you said, uh, maybe the hands? I'm, I'm sorry, so I, I've walked into the same room and I'm seeing the same images again, or? Mm-hmm. Is the same pile of chalk and everything? Mm-hmm. Do you recognize any of the faces or the hands or the images? You're asking me? Yeah. I... I don't know. I can't see. I'm not sure I understand the question. I should recognize everything I've just seen, right? Do you want to know what you're looking at sure are you sure yes do you wish to know or do you simply want to know i need to know because i need to get out of here all right do you want to know what the image of the crown the baby the praying hands the pair of hands, the screaming person, or the tormented woman means. I want to know what the crown means. Roll me a d10. A one. Remove that from your sanity. Okay. Rightfully, it's your crown. come again but the 
crown, even if you put it on your head, would be useless now. It's impossible. Would you like to wake up? No. I want to know who the baby is in that image. Roll me... a d10. Four. You take four sanity damage. What are you at in total? 82. You have a bad headache. There is a ringing in your mind. There are sounds that sound distant, far away. You recognize to be sounds that belong to the uh, quote-unquote real world. The material plane, whatever you perceive it to be. You can hear Merlin, you can hear fire, and you can hear Fix discussing what to do about the fact that you're unconscious. But. I know, I can hear them. I want to know who this baby is. Who is this child? The child is the child of darkness and the child of light. Do I recognize this child in any way? A name? Im uh, inscriptions, wording, images, anything to point me who this is? I don't think so. I'll look at the other four images and then... <sighs> I can't. And I'll, I'll wake up. Okay. Uh, roll me a constitution saving throw. seven it is not comfortable as you lose yourself for a moment again your corporeal form that you've managed to hold on to into this in this place loosens it takes a moment for you to actively let go of your physical form here your connection to this realm, to this place, to the consciousness that is the mist as a whole, um, and the set of consciousnesses that makes the mist as a whole. You have a pretty firm grip here, but you feel like a baby trying to walk rather than um, an understanding or a man running. You have to almost manually let yourself fade away and, and fall back into that sea of consciousness. You lose that form that was being held by you here, and you understand that, in fact, you are holding yourself in place. Um, more like a muscle memory than, uh, or a subconscious thing than, a, than, a, than an actual ability that you understand, I think. But as you let go and you feel this wave of consciousness 
that is yours enter into the great ocean of it you understand now that there are many different consciousnesses overlapping um from hundreds of years of existence before you begin to hear again in the distance a set of voices that you recognize to belong to fix merlin and fire and slowly but surely you swim you ascend and you descend back to your physical form and that is where we're going to go to a quick break this evening thank you so much for tuning in and um we shall return shortly Will you awaken around you um, for a moment you recognize maybe only the smog and mist um, before your senses return to you your um, body aching from the travel and the headache registers very quickly I think as you blink a few times above you staring with a concerned face is Fix and Merlin the cold damp grass and earth underneath your your body maybe registers next um, and you realize that moments ago and only moments ago from Fix, Merlin, and Fire's perspective, you passed out. You now have your wishes granted. You have... You had two wishes. One was not to have your pools of lay on hands separated into um, hit points and... Uh, sanity point recovery which has been granted your second wish was to be able to get them back even in the mist which has also been granted um after your long rest you would get half of your lay on hands back the hp half you can use them now for either hp or sanity they're one singular pull. However, you've always been able to get back the points in the mist. But you don't know how. I thought when we took our long rest last time, you said that I didn't get them back. That's right, you didn't. And you didn't this time either. But you are able to get them back, even in the mist. I, I, I must be struggling with English here. You, you, I, so I could have, but I, I didn't? Like, I didn't do it right or something? Or I didn't know how? You didn't know how then, and you don't know how now. But I got them back anyway. Okay. Yeah. No, you don't have them back. 
you only get the the portion back that you would have for the HP. Okay, which is already full because I can't use it in the mist. You get your HP lay on hands back on a long rest. Okay. In or out of the mist. The sanity okay. you get back from being in sunlight. So I... S uh... <laughs> Maybe we'll circle back to this later when I can get it all written down. So I still need to track them as two separate pools then, even though they're like, quote, combined now? Yeah. You can use them for HP or sanity, regardless. But at the moment, keep them split. You have what was previously the HP version. Okay. Recovered oh, okay. on a long rest. You don't okay. have the sanity ones recovered because you don't know how to recover them. Or do you? I, well, this is, I mean, I, maybe I'm just getting confused and I just need to see it written out, but this is the opposite of how I've been doing it for the whole campaign. <laughs> like, I'm, this is flipping it all. Because last time you had me recovering the sanity points on every long rest. Yeah. And now you're telling me I only recover them in sunlight. Correct. So did it, so did it just flip on its head now or? No, you just understand it now you didn't before well i mean my understanding or not it uh, like what the character or just me as a player had it backwards doesn't matter they're both the same <laughs> Brad, i just want i just want to know what numbers to put on my paper i told you <laughs> okay so okay so then nothing changes then or at least for now because i already had used all my sanity and i couldn't use my hp before so I just can't do anything with it for now? Well, you can do what you can do with it. Okay. But now your both pools of lay on hands can be used for either HP recovery or sanity recovery. Okay. The only problem uh, is you don't know how to recover one half of them yet. Right. Which previously I, was I'm gonna, the sanity pool. I'm going to pitch the idea that we just move forward with the role play and then maybe after the session, Please just give it to me in bullet points because my brain is melting and I'm having trouble keeping track of. So I know many it's things. adorable. Um, yeah. Welcome to the mist. <laughs> so, as you awaken, you look around. You come to, and that's where we end the session today. Because we are missing a. Bride. Well, never mind then. Screw the role play. Yeah. <laughs> Forget that idea. We're missing a bride. You may have noticed that there was no fire this episode. Um, apart from the fire in Fairlight's brain as he struggles to deal without mechanics. Your wording is, your wording is backwards, My wording Brad. is perfect. You flipped it upside down from the way it's been for the whole campaign. Yes. To take a moment, take a deep breath. Okay. You don't know everything. Only I do. <laughs> uh -huh. And that's the problem, is that mm -hmm. some of the mechanics have been worded in a way to keep elements from you as a player in the dark so that as you begin to understand them out of character so does will begin to understand them in character 
But I'm not beginning to understand them. Well, that's your fault that you don't understand it, and it's fine because it's purposefully supposed to be confusing, and I know it kills you. But trust me when I tell you it's fine. It makes complete sense. You simply, in character, didn't understand that it was you summoning up the ability to heal people, drawing from the sunlight. And now, mm -hmm. you're able to understand that you can- that's what's been happening this whole time. Mechanically, I told you it was because you were doing a long rest. But, 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 but that's not... Because well, what? No, we go, can start, go. No, we, no, no, go. Because if you're confused, it, someone else is confused. No, I, I mean, even with you saying all that, it still is not... You've told me before that on every long rest, sanity comes back. And Lay on Hands comes back, but I can only spend one in the sun. But now that we're in the mist, it it didn't. But I couldn't ever spend it in the first place because there was no sunlight. What do you I, mean? I, I, you think you have to be in the sun? You told me I have to be in the sun. Yeah, you did. But now you don't. And you okay. never had to. You just didn't have the ability before to do it. Because you didn't okay. know so what had, you were so doing. So I had to. Okay, see, that's where you're tricking me up. You're saying, well, you never had to. You just didn't have the ability to. <laughs> okay, so that means I had to, Red, because I didn't have the ability to. Do. I just, I... I don't okay. think you know where Fairlight ends and the player handbook ends and your character <laughs> and this setting begins. No, I'm just taking, like, Brad's statement one and Brad's statement two and they don't match and it's yeah, melting no, my brain. Yeah, they're not supposed to match. Because they're two pieces of conflicting information that both you, <laughs> your character... Uh, don't you wonder have. why this is so confusing? I, I don't can't think even it's that wizard right now. <laughs> maybe I, maybe I, I just, am unleashed. Maybe I just don't. Uh, I'm not I will, a I will try and write it down for you in words, if that's what you Please. really need. <laughs> I know what you need. You want a player's handbook <laughs> block of writing that explains it to you, but you. Have not to even understand that, that it even, wasn't. I don't in, even. It wasn't entirely just because this equals that. You know, it was at the moment your understanding of how it works is this information. Now your understanding of it has changed. Therefore, it's this information. Does that make sense? At least. I hope so. <laughs> I don't understand really? what's so confusing about it, and I maybe I'm just being crazy, but. Either way, Fry is not here. <laughs> and so we're going to cut the episode slightly short um, because um, the, uh, the, there's a storm in where she lives. I don't know how to word that correctly, but there's a storm where she is. And like five minutes before we went live, it knocked out her power and stuff, which was okay because I knew that this was going to be a somewhat of a Mind Palace episode and that it was going to be a little wibbly-wobbly. So much so that Fairlight, on his three hours of sleep, is if you look very carefully, you can see that there is blood running from his ears um, as he struggles to understand what I thought was a pretty simple concept. But I don't understand why he's so confused. But um, do you understand it, Leah? Am I insane? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Thinking aside is going to end up worse for me. All right, okay. <laughs> um, I will, uh, I will explain it to you to the best of my ability. 
fair light. If you don't understand it in the chat, sucks to be you. You're not meant to understand every single little thing. Otherwise, that would be really boring in a yeah, game okay. like I'll this. I'll put a summary in the chat for you, Brad. There you go. That's, that's what I took away from this. <laughs> you can now regen the points you were never able to spend in the first place. <laughs> that's, that's what I just picked up from. I don't understand. I don't understand your perspective of this. But which is why I, I thought which what is, was which happening is, was you don't know what you didn't know, and now you don't know what you know. <laughs> like there's like no, a knowledge thing going on, right? I I, I just I, I just need my character mechanics written out as opposed because they keep changing on me, and and it feels like they're contradicting what they were before. That's all. I don't need everything spoiled, but I at least need what we currently have because it feels like they're just like it, kind okay. Of being, rewritten constantly. Ignore what you knew before. Okay. Before you knew how to ride a bike, you didn't know how to ride a bike, right? In real life? Sure. And now you can ride a bike. So you understand how to ride a bike because you've gained knowledge. Do you understand that concept? Of course. So it's just that's what's happened to your character. You now understand how to use your abilities that you didn't have literally two weeks ago in game. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you we, understand. We can move along now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we, we can move along and we can sort this off stream. All right. I only feel like the thing is if you're confused, someone else is confused. Um... But if you'd rather figure it out later on, maybe, you know, you've Please. had three hours sleep. So let's do a quick round of shout outs. We will return next week with the full cast so that we can do the, um, the out of the outside of Will's mind element of the game with the full cast because I don't like missing players and uh, characters and, you know, who knows what would happen without the actual person playing their character there. So I'm not a fan of it. So we're going to shut it a little bit short. And um, next week, we will pick up from literally where they left off last week, really, um, as Will falls unconscious for a moment and then comes back to his senses. The um, Next week, we're going to draw two winners from the... Um, the uh the discord uh competition so if you want to join you have one more week to join um simply go to the table story discord tablestory.tv forward slash discord and type exclamation point enter to enter your name it will enter the you you'll see the name your name and the word enter appear and then it will delete itself so don't worry you should still be entered next week we're going to draw two names from it and then send out a copy of um Brad Wodo's Guide to Ravenloft from D&D, courtesy of Wizards of the Coast. But until then, you have to go and find these people. Fairlight was going to stream, I think, probably at some point this week, but unfortunately will have to be taken to a psychiatric hospital <laughs> to recover from what, the confusion that he has over Lay on Hands. Um, but until he's in the psychiatric hospital, he's playing New World, I think, where... And when? Uh, you can find me playing New World every second of every day on twitch.tv slash fairlight underscore Excalibur, and I'll be 
Believe it or not, that is far, far worse on my psyche than anything related to Mistlight, uh, because it turns out playing the same game 20 hours a day isn't healthy. But I'm part of a big streamer competition over there, the Battle for New World, so I've been I've been on it hard every day doing that. For another for another three or four days, you'll catch us at this point reaching the end game dungeons and trying to blast through all of the content in that game before the event ends. So if that sounds if that sounds entertaining. You're sick. <laughs> You're sick <laughs> and you can come watch my suffering every day. <laughs> um, speaking of suffering that you can watch every day, Leo, when are you streaming and what are you playing at the moment? Watching my stream is like getting IRL psychic damage. <laughs> um, uh, I am currently actually streaming Batman Arkham Asylum and Final Fantasy XIV, a nice contrast. And, really good news, we're going to spend the entirety of Mistlight After Dust tomorrow dissecting the mechanics of Will's Lay on Hands until we all <laughs> figure it out. So, <laughs> you'll find that tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah, twitch.tv forward slash Leah. And what about you, Disby? Where are you, where you at? What are you doing? Hi, you can uh, catch me here on Thursdays. And uh, I, I also do a bit of the variety uh, stuff over on my channel, Disby Eric's here at Twitch. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it. I'm also going to be scratching my head at the end of this session about, um, well, uh, well, yeah. Okay. I understand. It's okay. By next week. Two cast members will understand what's happening, but they will be chosen completely at random. It really didn't feel like it was the most confusing thing in the world, but clearly I have no idea what's going on. And I will figure it out in time for the next episode. Um, hopefully our... Two cast members will understand how Leonard's work, but neither of them will be me. Yes, yeah. so I'm getting the feeling that's going to be the case. Do. Yes, um, we will uh, hopefully return next week full cast. Um, don't forget to go and check out Bry. Um, randomly streaming. Don't know if back streaming yet or not, but you can go and follow Brutal Bree um, on her Twitch channel or bug her on Twitter to see um, if she has survived the uh, the power knocking out. Um, storm that happened and uh we'll see you all next week thanks so much for tuning in we'll be back same time next week and don't forget we have new shows coming up on table stories so follow the channel and everything see you then bye